0: Welcome to the Travel Advice Show. Thank you for listening all around the world, and we really appreciate you listening to all our shows. And you could subscribe to our shows on iTunes, on, on, uh, on Apple there. And um, my name is Chris Newton, one of the co-hosts, and I'd like to introduce my other co-host, Jerry Fuller. How you doing, Jerry? Very good. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, w- would you like to introduce our topic today? I would like to. Yeah, great. Um,
1: we did part one of Uzbekistan, and it's such a fabulous country It is a very unique one. Yeah. That, again, I repeat that I rank it in the top five best countries in the world to visit. And um, I've been there numerous times and in various ways. And I find it um, one that you can go back numerous times. Uh-huh. uh One thing I want to mention before I forget, try to be in one of the larger cities in Uzbekistan, on a Friday.
0: On a Friday, yeah. really?
1: Yeah. You want to attend a Friday mosque.
0: A Friday morning mosque, okay. So
1: it's Friday about noon.
0: Oh, around noon, okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: And um, now, uh, men can go with no problem, but you have to stand in the background.
0: Yeah, y- and yeah,
1: yeah. And you must have a guide to do it. Okay. And in some of them, doing Friday mosques, Women, as I understand, because I've never seen a woman there, uh, oh. are not allowed.
0: Oh, okay. okay. Yeah,
1: and I think I was told, but I've never seen a woman there, that a uh, women can go, um, but they have to have special arrangements and go certain places. But
0: in certain areas, uh, you okay. You must
1: go to a Friday mosque. It's um, the important one of the week. Okay. And um, <clears throat> it's really important to do it.
0: You really recommend that, yeah. What? what, what um, so you, ha- you you have to have a guide, though, to do it?
1: Well, you mm-hmm. should. Uh, really? I don't think you have to, but, it, but you should. it's
0: highly recommended. Okay. Yeah,
1: because you just have I've gone, oh, throughout the um, Arab world, I've gone to many uh, Friday mosques, and each time you can only stand or go to certain parts.
0: Gotcha. In yeah. Way, you
1: must stand in the back.
0: Okay. Okay. And
1: you must not talk.
0: Yeah. You, yeah.
1: And there's a little bit of etiquette that you have to do. Yeah. And that's why it's best to have a guide because they know exactly where to go, what to do.
0: To what you know, right.
1: Yeah. And then they'll also explain to you prior to going and also explain what you did after you've left.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. It
1: makes it much more meaningful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And. and um, okay.
1: I want to spend just a few seconds um, on hotels and places to stay. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it, uh, mentioned in part one, but the best hotels are in Tashkent. I mean, they even have a Hyatt Regency and um, Radisson's and um, Ramada, and um, they have some very nice hotels there. Some okay. even have pools. Uh, but none are in the category of the world-class five-star hotels. Right. They call them five-star, but I I generally, in almost every case, call them a four-star hotel on the international scheme. But I want to mention, I mean, we did a little bit. I mean, you can stay in guest houses and B&Bs and hostels, and they are as cheap as around $20 a night.
0: 20 Oh, that's great. Like...
1: Yeah, and they go up to several hundred as you go up the star rating. But um, Tashkent has the widest variety. But Samarkand and Bukhara uh, have very nice hotels. And so you, you're okay. And even hostels and guest houses. So you're okay. Okay. Uh, are,
0: are, are, are most of the people, Jerry, when you go to these uh, like hotels or hostels, how how is English uh, being spoken? Is it hard to... Kind of get a room, or do you have to have a guide to help you kind of arrange make the arrangements, or can you go kind of independent and yeah and kind we of um
1: go independent in uh, Uzbekistan.
0: really yeah yeah in, okay I, because the tourism's pretty big right or it's bigger yeah, than tourism, most uh,
1: particularly um uh every nationality except american mm-hmm. you will see Americans there, but the but, largest probably are europeans
0: you, you're okay, so it's okay.
1: Yeah, and you'll see Australians and New Zealanders.
0: Right, everywhere. And uh, a
1: wide variety of Canadians. But um, you do see Americans, but when you see an American, Hmm. they're usually in a group.
0: A group, okay, with a small group.
1: maybe 15 to 20. Yeah. And they usually stay together.
0: Yeah.
1: Or you will see an American such as I with a private guide and private driver.
0: Oh, okay. With with two, two, two people hanging out together. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. But
1: you rarely see an American
0: just independent.
1: Over there bumming it by themselves. Okay. Oh, okay. Like Two Americans. But but
0: but, but, but you can do there. it though. You can do it. Oh, you
1: can you, do it. Yeah. In English, as you go down the scale of accommodation.
0: Yeah. It English
1: is less spoken. A little bit harder.
0: Okay. Like yeah, like. but I, you
1: can get by.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh,
1: you may have to do baby English.
0: Right, um, right.
1: Just point and things.
0: A smile goes yeah. a long ways too. Yeah, smiling yeah. or just being. But
1: you friendly. can you can get by. Okay, okay, but that's good. You better good. do a lot of research before you go on your own. Yeah. yeah, Because
0: the customs.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of things that it makes it a little more challenging. Well, any of the stand countries on your own, I really don't recommend it. Okay. In your twenties. Maybe and in college age, et cetera, you can do it, and you'll want to do it, and it's a, an experience, but you better have time M- okay, uh, you can't do it like in one week,
0: yeah, you need a month or two or something or,
1: yeah, oh comments. well, at least two or three weeks two, yeah, yeah, okay, and um
0: okay,
1: so that uh Europeans seem to be able to do it much easier than we I
0: you know they have I, a lot more time they used America's to it, too. yeah,, yeah
1: but um, I highly recommend it. that you go with a guide or have a guide or get a local guide um, if you want to do certain things. I want to spend some time also on the markets. Um, Markets are um, important. Uh, They really are important and most to see. Now, I am not a shopper. I'd rather die than buy anything.
0: Yeah, me too, kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah. I just I know. rather
1: die. But I do go to the markets and look because they are interesting, like particularly this. in Uzbekistan. Oh, okay. Because of what you can buy and look at. Um, I've only bought one thing in Uzbekistan in all the times I've been there, and that was a tambourine that I bought in Bukhara, a, a tambourine? And uh, I put oh. it on our music wall. Oh, cool. Um, at home. Uh, but it, I'd rather die. But one that you have to do, um, most everybody arrives in Tashkent and usually leaves from Tashkent unless they're going overland uh, from the Stan countries or following the Silk Route or something. But most fly into and out of Tashkent. And the one market that you must see, I mean, it is mandatory, is the Korsu Bazaar. Um, It's C-H-O-R-S-U bizarre. And um, it's an introduction to everything that you can buy in uh, Uzbekistan. Oh, okay, I'm not saying that it, it has the best quality of anything, but it will give you a better overview. It's open daily. It's an open-air market. And, I mean, it has everything from embroidery and souvenirs, spices. You just name it. It's a typical... I don't want to say this this way, but it's a typical Arab market or souk. Gotcha. Okay. Um, lots of noise, lots of people encouraging you to come in. Uh, They're open-air shops. and um, But you need to go there to get an idea of what there is there in the country to buy. Now, each area of Uzbekistan specializes in certain things. Now, we don't have time to cover every one of them or anything But I I want to mention some of the things that you can get. And um, then if whatever excites you, then you may want to go to the city or the region that really is famous for it and has usually the best quality. Now, in Tashkans, you can buy almost any quality that you want, but you probably will not find it in the open-air markets. You'll have to go into the specialty shops that are air-conditioned and and pay a lot more money. But, I mean, some of the things that you can get, um, a lot of people, especially women, will buy clothes over there because they have absolutely beautiful embroidery.
0: Do they? And silk and stuff?
1: Yeah. 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 And they are beautiful. Now, when my wife went with me one time, she was very infatuated with the clothing. She said, oh, my word. But she didn't buy anything because she said, I won't be able to wear it in America. Although... You can, um, uh, if you combine it with some Western clothes, Mm -hmm. it won't look too out of place, but it's absolutely beautiful. And then you can get like a jacket or something and wear it with slacks or something, and I mean, it's beautiful. Uh All kinds, and they're amazing. But Samarkand and Mukara are very famous for their clothes.
0: You can do some clothes shopping then, yeah. uh,
1: Yeah, yeah. and she bought a bag, like a handbag. Oh, okay,
0: yeah. Yeah. And
1: they're embroidered and oh, they're nice. abs- and they're beautiful,
0: yeah, and
1: you can wear the, uh, carry that anywhere, and people say, "Wow, where'd you get that?" right And they're also famous for their carpets.
0: Oh, the carpet okay, yeah, okay. you
1: know, they are absolutely beautiful, some of them, and again, it's in the various regions that have different carpets, and some even have gold uh, thread in them Wow, yeah. and, and they're stunning, um, but you do pay a lot of money for the really good ones.
0: The, the good quality,
1: and, yeah. Yeah, and one thing that I was going to buy, because I have a hat collection, but I d- just forgot to buy it. Um, every one of my trips are the skull caps. Uh, the, uh, they're very famous for their skull caps. And uh, each skull caps? region has a yeah. different skull cap. Okay. It's more like, I don't know how to describe it. I don't want to say like a ball cap. Okay. But it's not a ball cap. But it... It's unique. Uh, You'll never find another cap quite like it. Hmm. And there are all kinds. I mean, you name it. uh, They're made from every kind of thing that that you can get. They're very uh, ornamental. And uh, you can get them embroidered with gold and uh, all kinds of things. And sometimes they even have um, uh, stones in them or on them. Wow! So, I mean, a lot of people buy the skull cap because they're quite unique to Uzbekistan. Okay if you have one. I mean, it's not the kind of thing, like, for example, in the Western world that you'd wear around like you might a ball cap or something like that. Um, you wouldn't want to wear it all the time because if you get a good one, you don't want it to get wet or dirty or anything like that. Right. And they're very famous for their ceramics. And, like, uh, in certain areas, they are even beautiful blues and turquoise. And, again, all over Uzbekistan, each... Area specializes in a certain type, and um, they have some um, very colorful figures or figurines that you can buy. Um, they're ceramic, and some, they're hand-painted and um, they're, they're really nice. Ah. And if you're interested in wall plates, if you want to get a plate that you can put on a stand and set on top of a, somewhere some furniture or hang on the wall, right. Uh, Kiva is really famous for that. And they're beautiful. And they do have some carved woods and lots of jewelry. And as I mentioned, I bought the tambourine, but they have all kinds of musical instruments. I wanted to buy one of their, uh, I think, I may be wrong, the sitar.
0: Oh, yeah, sitar. But yeah, it was yeah, just I love sitar.
1: too big for me to hand carry. Oh, okay. And um, I didn't want to pack it, but my packed luggage. And I could have had it sent home. But then I thought, well, our music wall is, to, is getting crowded and there really wasn't a place to put it. So I didn't buy it, but you can buy all kinds of strange instruments and all kinds of things. And one thing that is very famous, and anyone that is interested in unique paper, SummerCon has a SummerCon paper. It is wonderful, high mm. quality of paper and for special occasions.
0: I like that. Yeah, I'm in, I mean, like, I like, when, I, when I travel, I like to get paper. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and um, I um, have different papers. Usually I have them that are painted on. Oh, okay. I don't use it for stationery, but these the summer paper you can use for stationery, writing on, et cetera. It's not expensive, but it's not cheap. But one thing you must know if you buy any art, and they have some unique paintings there, uh, different kinds of art, but it is critical that you buy no antique uh, no anti cart. And you must not get anything older than 50 years old.
0: Mm, why is that, Jerry?
1: Well, because they're going to take it from you. Oh. When you leave.
0: Oh, really?
1: really? Yeah, it's illegal to take anything older than 50 years. Oh, my god. of the country. Oh. And if you buy any art, um, unless it looks like souvenir junk cart.
0: That's interesting. Uh,
1: um, you know, cartoon-type art or something that you know is modern. But you must get a certificate from a dealer, a legal certificate that says it is not antique or older than 14, uh, 50 years old, because wow. they will take it from you. Is
0: that one I of the f- one time? Okay, I'm sorry.
1: Uh, no, go ahead. Oh, is that
0: one of the few countries that do that, or is that kind of common um, with when you buy well, art like that in different countries? It's
1: or? not uncommon. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, one time, um, I bought an icon in St. Petersburg, Russia. Okay. That um, they swore in an expensive store. And I did not get a certificate because I was sort of in a hurry. And they, uh, and it's expensive. It's a high class store. And they said, no, you can take this out with no problem. Well, I get to the airport to leave and they take it from me. Oh, man. Apparently, it was older than what I was told. Oh, okay. And apparently the guy, the guards, security people in uh, customs, as I left, um, they knew what it was or oh. suspected. And nobody had time to argue with them. But they
0: just took it. So that's a camera, right? A camera? An icon. I'm sorry? Or A camera, right?
1: No, no, no. It's an icon.
0: W- w- what's that, an icon?
1: These are the r- religious uh, drawings. Oh, okay. Usually the faces of... Um, Mary.
0: Oh, oh, gotcha. And, okay. <clears throat> okay. Different. Like a, yeah. Um, okay. People. Like a re- spiritual religious. Uh,
1: yeah, they're spiritual. Yeah. Okay. And mine was on wood.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And uh, you could tell the wood was old. Well, at least it had been aged. And it was fabulous.
0: Oh, I paid yeah. a
1: lot of money for it. Oh, man. And I really should have
0: not that believed certificate. them. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I
1: should have not believed them. I should have just made the time... To get some verification certificate, some of some sort, but they took it from me. And don't argue. And uh, when you leave Tashkent or Uzbekistan, and they take your art from you because you don't have it, that certificate, then uh, don't argue.
0: Don't argue with them, yeah. Don't yeah. argue
1: because you're going to lose.
0: Yeah, and you might, you might, yeah, you might get arrested, maybe, or if you.
1: Well, you if you put up much of a fight, they could. Yeah.
0: Yeah, right. They really
1: could uh, take you to jail or at least to the police station and you go to miss your flight and all that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So just
1: make sure you do. Okay. And um, like, um, the, uh, now we need to spend a little bit of time on the mosques and mausoleums. Okay. Um, they're everywhere. It's like cathedrals in Europe.
0: They're yeah. Just everywhere. Yeah.
1: And that is one reason that I like to go with a guide because you don't have time to go to all of them. I will admit, over the different times I've been there, I've been to different ones, many different ones, and each one has something that is really quite interesting. Mm. I mean, but you don't have time in the ten days or whatever time you're in Uzbekistan uh, to see all of them. You, you just can't. And um, oh, oh, I must mention that in many of the museums and mausoleums, they will ask for some money.
0: Uh, well, really you Have an entrance you... fee. Oh, do they really? Oh, most yeah. of them.
1: And they also may ask for a, uh, a fee for taking photographs.
0: Oh, really? You can't. Yeah, you can't just take out your camera and start taking. You got to get no. kind of approval for that.
1: Yeah. In some cases. Yes, they don't care.
0: Yeah, it depends. But in
1: many, they do.
0: The more popular. And don't
1: try to sneak it either.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Because that is a definite no-no, as is known. And um. Okay. Some of the ones. I mean, there are so many. Um, I mean, there are just so many. Uh, the, the, some of the ones that you should see, like in Tashkent,
0: uh-huh.
1: are the Teleshayaka, Shayak, Tela, I never said right, the T- uh mosque. And then they have the um, Teleshayaka T- Teleshayak minor mosque. They're very interesting, and you really need to see them. And and, uh,
0: and and with a guide, you get the history more yes, and everything. Yeah, that's another
1: reason. I mean, you can take a book.
0: Yeah. Guidebook. Like guidebook, yeah.
1: But by the um it's more fun to have a guide who is telling you much more than the uh,
0: book I can bet. tell you. Yeah, and they're not too expensive. When, yeah, they're not too bad. Well,
1: or
0: uh, it depends.
1: If you really get a good one, uh-huh. I like to go with a guide that um, is good. Yeah, yeah. And um, that really. Uh, really knows it. And sometimes I will have a guide that meets me at the airport, say in Tashkent, and will be with me the whole time. He flies with me and everything. like uh, happens in Iran, but uh, it's not mandatory in uh, Uzbekistan, where it is in Iran for Americans. But um, I like to have it because that person sort of ties the whole trip together. Yeah, yeah I and they're bet. very knowledgeable. But then in each of the major cities, like in Tashkent, Bukhara, Samarkand, and Kiva, we pick up a local guide.
0: Uh, oh, okay. You get somebody that from, the, from prepaid, the town. Cetera, okay. Who
1: knows that area intimately and just makes it so personal. Yeah. And will take you into a mosque, for example, or mausoleum that you may not have considered, and uh, you may find that the most interesting theme that you saw. So that's why I like to do it. But you must go to those that nothing else. And they, uh, they have mausoleums and just many. But in Samarkand, uh, you must, must go to the Registan, the R-E-G-I-S-T-A-N, I think they spell it, Uh the mausoleum. Okay. It's restored, and it's famous for its blue tile
0: all oh, the blue okay
1: yeah and it is fabulous but they have in each of the cities, they have four or five or, and as i said you can't do all of them and um one of them when you get into bukhara it's um uh, they have tons of them also and um i we mentioned i think in the first one the core the is ch-o-r M-I-N-O-R, I I think. Madrasan. And this is a copy of the um, Charminar in Hyderabad in India. You think, how in the world did India get involved up here in Uzbekistan? Yeah. But um, thousands of years ago and hundreds of years ago, um, they did a lot of trading. Okay. uh, Like the Silk Route.
0: Yeah, yeah, from China, um, India.
1: Different, uh, the Mongols going around and conquering everybody. So they got a lot of ideas that are spread around the area. But this is interesting to see. And um, one, when you get to Kiva, which is really unique, that you must see, is the um, Khan Palace, K-H-A-N Palace. Now the reason I like that one is because they have a swastika there. And um, the swastika means plane of safety, a place of safety. A place of safety. Yeah, that's what it means over there. And you Mm. can see swastika in um, Turkmenistan, out in the Marie area, in those ruins. And uh, it's just like the one that they had in Germany. Right, right. But, same. I mean, many years before. Yeah. So... Yeah. Um, Interesting. Uh, it's, I mean, there's just so many things to do in the mosque, but just don't get burned out on them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Try not to do too many of you them. Know, them
1: do time. research uh, to see which ones excite you before you go. And maybe one or two in each of the three major cities, or, uh, well, four counting Kiva.
0: And one or two. Kiva's
1: not a major city, but it's uh, of the four. Choose one or two that you have to see. Then, when you get there, and uh, if you're basically on your own, talk to other tourists and see that have been around before you, and uh, see what they really excited them, and then and then increase and enlarge the number that you see, but just don't plan on seeing all of them. Okay. Yeah, it's just forever and ever. And um, I want to spend just a little more time on how to do it, how to travel it.
0: Right, how um, to, uh, the transportation and just how to get around?
1: Yeah, um, mm-hmm. between the three major cities, you can go by train. By train. And I've done it once, and it's an interesting experience. Okay. Uh, personally, unless you love trains, I wouldn't do it the first time, the first visit. Uh, only because, unless you want the experience, only because the best way to do it is by land. In other words, have a get a car, or you can take take local buses. But oh, heaven help that.
0: <laughs> a I, local bus, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, there, some can be very nice, but you miss so much. You you All do. Right. You don't have anybody telling you what you're going through and what happened there. Is this pa- part of the actual um, one of the northern Sioux routes? routes. Uh, you just need to know unless you've done a lot of research, and um, but I do recommend going by car with a private driver and guide, uh, and if there's two or three of you, it's not so much so expensive. Uh, all the way from Tashkent to Kiva to Ergench, where the airport is, but right outside of Urgench is Kiva K H I V A, which is one of the most interesting places that you're going to visit, and I like to see that last.
0: Do that. Oh, okay. Well, I see yeah, that.
1: I like yeah. to end with Kiva uh, because Kiva is authentic. I mean, it is old. Um, I mean, it is old, and I think it's a UNESCO city. Oh wow! And um, they don't have cars in there. You walk it. It's a um, oh, walled great. city. Oh, nice. Forever. It's been there forever. How many
0: days do you recommend to be there? In Kiva? In Kiva, yeah.
1: Well, I recommend that if you go, um, the minimum is three nights in each of the four major areas.
0: Okay, three nights. Okay.
1: You need two full days in like uh, Tashkent, Samarkand, Bukhara, and Kiva. Two full. Two full days. Okay. That is the minimum that I would do. Okay. Because you will be frustrated, or or so rushed that when you get back home, you won't remember where you saw it and what you did in each of the places, unless you take very meticulous notes and uh, photographs um, that you... Um, I was... Um, th- I mentioned this, I think, on the first show, um, but I have mentioned it before. Uh, one of my very, very good friends and neighbors and his wife were doing Europe, uh, mainly uh, driving from Budapest uh, to the Czech Republic and ending in Austria. Oh, no. And I said, you know, you're going to see so much, you're not going to remember, and they're going to be gone for 17 days. And I said, you're not going to remember any of this. And they said, oh, we will. And they're able. Don't ask me how they do it. He told me, but I am an idiot, totally incompetent when it comes to electronic stuff. All right. I, and I thought, no, no, it will never happen in my lifetime for me. But they, on their pictures, uh, when they take a picture below it, They can put notes.
0: Oh, right. They can, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and it won't show in the picture, but it will show. On their file uh, kind
1: of thing. Yeah, So every time they take Ah. a picture, they write down where and what.
0: They can remember where they're at. Okay.
1: Yeah, and I thought, you know, that is brilliant. Maybe I should upgrade my um, aptitude, which I know it won't happen. I'm 73, and I know it (laughs) won't happen. I won't remember how to do it 30 minutes after I learn.
0: Oh, I know. And and then you look um, like a tourist, so pretty good, too, and...
1: Yeah, but they know how to do it. They're okay. 20 years younger than I am. Oh, okay. And um, really up, up on that. But you must go overland by car.
0: Uh, okay, by car, okay.
1: Your first trip. Because you'll go through so many different areas, uh, through the Red Desert, the Kazakum, and uh, all kinds of things. Yeah, you go through these villages that are... I mean, they still draw water out of a well, still ride donkeys. Uh, I mean, it's brilliant.
0: And it's pretty safe, too, A eh? driving around? Uh,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, Uzbekistan yeah. Um, is a, I mean, I won't say a very safe place. Okay. Now, any country in the world, including the U.S., you never know. Yeah, yeah. But, exactly. um, yeah, it's it's well, a safer country. Yeah, okay. And you can go through without uh, get, feeling like you're going to get robbed or anything like that.
0: Right.
1: And um, you must do it. And... um then when you get to Urgench, Urgench, with uh, Kiva, then you just fly sure. back to Tashkent. Only you, go one way.
0: You fly back, okay?
1: Yeah, uh, by yeah. car. Uh, or or by car. And it will take you approximately, not going over, um, not going over to Pagana, which is the far east part of the country. Um, that part will take you. I'd allow it two weeks.
0: Two weeks to do that, okay? Now to
1: go from Tashkent to Urgench and Kiva. If you want to go over to Pagana, then you should add at least another four days. Wow. Okay. Yeah, because there's so many interesting things over there. And it's mandatory if you're over there. It's just a couple of hours drive to Osh, which is in Kyrgyzstan. And you must go there.
0: If you're over there. yeah. If you're over
1: there, you must um, go into um, Kyrgyzstan Mm -hmm. to Osh. But you'll need a visa to go over there. I was
0: just going to ask that. Yeah, do you need, do you need a different visa to go there?
1: In yeah, and um, make Kirkistan. sure that your Uzbekistan visa is a, a multi-entry.
0: Oh, right. Can
1: come back to Uzbekistan.
0: Yeah, if you go to Kyrgyzstan, you get stuck
1: yeah. in. Yeah. Now, if you wanted, you could do, like, Tashkent and do, down to Samarkand and to Kiva, come back. Then they drop, you, take you over and drive you into Osh, and then go from Osh and see Kyrgyzstan and
0: oh. continue
1: around the world through China or whatever you want to do. Right. And um, so you only need a one-entry visa for Uzbekistan. Gotcha. Um, but some of the visas you get are multi-entry anyway, but make sure it is if you go to OSH and come back. Okay, okay. Because they won't let you back.
0: And w- What's an OSH there? Is, is that pretty cool? Well,
1: oh. OSH is famous. Um, I can never remember who... Fellow is, he he is one of the most famous religious leaders.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, down in India. Oh. Okay. Uh, there is a hill, and it's quite a hefty walk up it, and on top is a very very small, uh, I guess it's called a church, but this is a building that uh, has one small room basically, and uh, this is where he meditated. He's a rich guy, and he just went up there and meditated, and that's mm-hmm. when he received. Inspiration and light and knowledge oh. uh, to basically start a religion. Oh
0: wow! And
1: I can't remember his name, but he's famous. Oh,
0: okay. And
1: um, you go up there and see it, and it's very, very popular. Okay. I mean,
0: like pilgrims I've been go there, there and three and stuff. or four. I'm yeah. sorry. A lot of pilgrims go there, kind of people.
1: Uh yes, They're and just, tourists.
0: And tourists, yeah.
1: And um, um, I've never been there. I've been there three or four times. In fact, uh, last a year ago months ago we were there in Osh and went up to it my friend and I and um, I mean there must have been 300 people uh, going up and down lots of people from all over the world wow. famous. but another reason you go to Osh is to buy one of their hats I have a,
0: and Osh they have a hat they have a different type wall. of hat than yeah
1: uh... you know, um, they're very world famous for their hats and they're all kinds of hats Oh, cool. some of them are junk and touristy type hats, and some of them are the real thing, mm-hmm. that are, ex- are not expensive, but they are compared to the junk ones. But even the junk ones are look like ush hats, but they're just not made as well, and the the um, fabrics or material or the skins and things are not as um, as heavy. They just don't. When you see them together, you can tell one is not as good quality.
0: Okay. Yeah. Great. But what, 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 what do you think, yeah, like the, like the top takeaways, you know, like for people to, to visit, like the first time or, you know. Um, it it well, sounds like that's a great itinerary that we just went over pretty good.
1: Well, I think the first-time visitor, because most people don't go back. Oh, okay. It's a once-in-a-lifetime trip because it's halfway around the world.
0: Yeah, that's right, yeah.
1: From the U.S. Right. And, um, in fact, most people, um, a lot of people just, Around the world,
0: yeah, they just keep on going
1: because the airfare in many cases isn't that, that much more or maybe less to keep on going. And, um, I when I go to Uzbekistan, I always go around the world,
0: oh, okay, okay,
1: yeah, it's just easier. And, um, but you need a minimum, um, don't even go if you don't have at least 10 days, okay. okay, and it's way too rushed. You need two weeks for Uzbekistan,
0: yeah, like 14 15 days, yeah, it's,
1: yeah, especially. At least if you go overland. Yeah. And probably 80% of your experience that you'll remember is going to be in the small villages, particularly uh, like between Samarkand and Bukhara. If you go through um, the northern part, through the desert, uh, and ride a camel, that kind of thing, uh, the scenery and the people and the villages, um, to me, that is Uzbekistan. Because Uzbekistan is very modern. Mm -hmm. quite modern Tashkent Mm -hmm. I mean there are hundreds of Mercedes Benzes in Tashkent wow Wow. it's a very modern city and um, I mean for that part of the world it's very modern
0: yeah Yeah.
1: and um, but you must you must see them and you must go in some of their museums I mean they've got uh, in Tashkent especially the Uzbek State Museum Mm. you must go there Right. And you could spend a half day there. Uh, so all the history.
0: At the museum, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. and they've got a couple of others that are very interesting. So, I mean, you could stay four full days in Tashkent. True. Yeah, if you're going to do it right. But if you're going to fly between the cities, and Uzbek um, Air, Uzbekistan Airlines, flies uh, between these cities. Oh, okay. So that cuts out a lot of time. Get so internal. if you stayed uh, three nights in each of the cities, two full days,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: could do it in, let's say, nine, ten days easily. Okay. But you're good. And that it's a first-time visitor, maybe that will do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because you're going to get a very good uh, overview. But you won't be happy unless you go back.
0: Yeah, and really soak it in, yeah. And
1: yeah, and go overland. That, yeah. It's a long trip, and you'll stay in some hotels. Uh, like in the desert you can actually stay in yurts.
0: Oh nice. Um
1: like they have in Mongolia what they call them ger.
0: I love yurts. Yeah, they're great.
1: Yeah, and so it's just a bit of trip. Okay. All right, well, 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 thanks Jerry. You know,
0: um I hope our listeners got a good understanding of uh, Uzbekistan and uh I have a motto too. Like, if you can't pronounce a country, then you've got to go there.
1: You know? I know it. <laughs> I agree. And yeah. some of the countries I go to, I'm still not quite sure how they say it. Yeah, I know. But <laughs>
0: I think that's the best. Though, well, but the
1: trouble is, is you'll yeah. hear it pronounced differently.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: In different regions.
0: Right, right. Um, well, I mean, even
1: in uh, the U.S.
0: Even in Utah here, yeah, people. Yeah, in Utah. Pronounce different things, yeah. I
1: mean, whoever heard of hurricanes.
0: Right. <laughs> okay,
1: it's hurricane. But we pronounce it hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> and New Orleans is not New Orleans. Right. It's New Orleans.
0: Yep, there's I, and I so, Detroit uh, Detroit what well, was really uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Detroit. So yeah. some of these countries mm-hmm. in different parts yeah. of the country they pronounce yeah. it a bit differently. Right. So right. even the Caribbean.
0: Yeah, the Caribbean is, is really the Caribbean
1: or Caribbean or and down there they say it differently than that. Yep. Yep,
0: so it really so, um, depends on, yeah. Just
1: go anyway. If you can't really pronounce it, go.
0: <laughs> because
1: yeah. it's ten times more interesting than the ones that you can, like France. I mean, anything Italy. in Europe you can pronounce. Yeah. And um, and they're wonderful, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But yeah. the ones you can't really pronounce, go immediately before it becomes too westernized.
0: <laughs> before they uh, make it a easier Before name. people
1: can pronounce it. Right, right.
0: <laughs> totally. What, 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 sounds good Jerry well thanks a lot and uh yeah we'll have a good one and and then uh safe travels and uh thank
1: you you also um
0: yeah okay we'll, we'll talk Alrighty. to you
1: soon